You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, bonjour and welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If it's the first time you hear my accent, for the record, it's straight from Paris, French city of love and city of lights. And we talk relationships. Uh, one thing I want to say, because somebody just uh, again asked me that question and I'm always happy to answer. Where can we find new podcasts, Simon? Well, my podcast is called La Confession, and you can find it on Our Heart Radio app. Just go to your phone and download Our Heart Radio app and search La Confession. Great episodes. Any other questions, anything going on in your life, we'll talk love story tonight. And if you have a question for me right now, simple. Dial 855-905-8255. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. When you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Madison. Bonjour, Simon. I, I had a quick question. Um, I'm dating this guy mm-hmm. for a couple of months now, and he has a friend of his that does, like, spiritual aura cleansing, where they cleanse people's auras and make them, you know, more positive and take out, like, the toxins and the toxicity. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to charge him an initial fee of, like, $1,000, And then she wanted to charge him like five hundred to seven hundred dollars a month, depending on how What? much she had to work on his aura. And she recommended and insisted that he do the sessions in his underwear. Um, Say again. Because she felt yes, she wanted him to be in his underwear to because she explained to us that clothing could be weighing him down. And that um, he would get a better cleansing because it could be restrictive. And I just want to know, am I being like a jealous girlfriend or is this just absolutely ridiculous? So, Madison, I mean, let's reverse it for a second. Let's say that my girlfriend came back to me and said, hey, um, I'm going to do a cleansing with that guy. But he told me that the session I would have to be in my underwear. I would say, who are you kidding? Right. I mean. Listen, you're not a jealous girlfriend. You're just somebody with common sense. And this guy's trying to play you. That's what I think. That's what I thought. And I just thought, you know, am I being crazy, jealous, or is this just like an opportunity to see him naked in his underwear and try to, you know, release Of course it is. But listen, listen, I'm, I was not born yesterday, you know. So if he can't realize on his own that, A, you're not stupid, and B, you're not going to go for it, then he's going to learn right now. So you tell him, hey, listen, you go to that healer, say bye-bye to a relationship. I mean, because you don't want to be fooled at Madison, and this is what it is about. So I say no, protect your dignity, and show the limits. No way. Oh, thank you. I thought it was all in my head. No, 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 no. You can ask anybody else. It's not in your head. It's ridiculous. I can't let you say yes to that. So you're not jealous, you're reasonable, and he has to not go. Or he loses you. Yes. And that's how I feel. So thank you so much for reassuring my initial response to Any, it all. Anytime. Be strong and be direct. Good luck to you. Thank you, Simon. Yes, have a good night. Oh, I just got an email about somebody who's not sure what to do when it comes to closure. Let's talk about that next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you can't call me right now, you can always, and I mean really always, email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's the question tonight? All right, so this listener email is from Eric that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Eric. I broke up with my ex in the summer, and she wants to have another talk because she says she needs closure from our relationship. Mm-hmm. We've already had numerous conversations about it, and I feel like she keeps coming back every week or few weeks wanting more closure. It feels like a broken record. 
I understand that she's having a hard time with the breakup, but I think she just keeps dragging it out. Should I talk to her again or just cut it off completely? So the real question of Eric is, how much closure do you owe to someone you dated? We'll talk about that next. How much closure do you really owe to somebody you dated? That's really the dilemma Eric sent me at therendezvousshow.com at my email address because he broke up with his ex this summer and she still says she wants to get together because she didn't get enough closure. But he says they've had all this conversation and back and forth and it feels like it's a broken record. So to the question of how much you owe closure to your ex, my answer is one time. If it's honest and kind and no fighting, just here's why I don't want to be with you anymore. Remember, we all have the right to start a relationship. We also all have the right to end the relationship. And we owe to our partner an explanation of why we don't want to be with the person. That's what I like, the honesty. So, Eric, I would not engage in another closure conversation ever again. I would just stop talking to you ex period. That's it. You've done your job. You've done the right thing. Move on. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me right now. Bonjour, Lana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? How can I help you tonight? So my question is, when is it too early to ooh-la-la? Uh, okay. What, what is the background of this question? Are you, did you meet a guy? Why, why are you asking me this? Yes, that? I, I met a guy. We went on um, three dates. Mm-hmm. And we, we live actually like super close, like nearby. We're kind of neighbors. Like we live like a block away. Okay. So like we, we casually hang out as well. Like we went, we went on three separate dates, but also like sometimes we'll just like randomly go to get groceries together or like go to the bakery together and like run errands together. Right. right. So it was super casual. It seems like a friendship, but we obviously have chemistry and go on dates and like have held hands and stuff before. But I don't, I just want to know what it is too early if I should wait. Okay. And will he lose respect for me if, if I do that? Okay. So, uh, I assume you guys kissed before. Yes. Okay. So I think, uh, if you feel it, you can uh, express, you know, that part of the relationship fully because it's not like a plan. And, and men, and I can make you feel better about this, men, there's a lot of surveys about this, are not looking down, especially on a third date, when you start to ooh with somebody. So that okay. fear should be out of your mind. It's all about how you feel with him, how much you trust him, and how much you think he means to you. You make the decision. I'm not going to make the decision for you. I just want to make sure you understand there is no chance that, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to be not respecting her the next day because after the third date, we would allow together. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay? So okay. follow your heart. It's good to know. And follow <laughs> the feeling. It's all about the here and now, you know, spontaneous. So I don't want to tell you what to yeah. do. I trust you to know what to do. Okay. All right, Lana. Good luck to both sure. of you. Thank you. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You too. I have a question that I want to talk with you about. Do you think being spontaneous is romantic or not when you start a relationship? Let's talk about it next. Do you think that being spontaneous is romantic or not and we should plan everything, right? This is a key question. You know, some of us are planners. Some of us is all about the here and now and being spontaneous. 
it's not a better school. It's not, you know, one is wrong, one is right. But I want to say that about being spontaneous because I just talked to Alana who said, you know, can we have the ulala after the third date or will he not respect me and all that? And I told her it's fine. Being spontaneous as adults is also wonderful. If two people feel the flame of love, get together and enjoy. That's my message. Spontaneous is romantic when it's like pushed by this flame of love. That's my advice. And it's always your decision. And let me share a little story of a time I've been spontaneous that was a very romantic night. And that's next. In your dating life, do you have a story when you were spontaneous and instead of following the rules of first date, so that you just, you went with your heart, you went with your soul, you went with your feelings. I had that a while back. I met this person on Zuma Beach, California, which is close to Malibu. And not that I'm a big surfer because I always fall, but I was trying and she could see I was a goofball and we start talking and we had this extraordinary enchanting evening, right? And it was not a date. We just met on the beach. Um, she was a much better surfer than I was, <laughs> but we clicked you know what I mean? We clicked and we spent the most enchanting evening and romantic just being spontaneous. I'm not going to give you the details. That's between me and her. That's private. But I'll leave it to your imagination. The most enchanting, spontaneous evening maybe that I've had in a long time. That's why I said to you, when two adults get together and sometimes are spontaneous, those are one of the greatest romantic moments of our life. If you have a love story, please share it with me now. 855-905-8255. What's the number to dial right now if you have a love story you want to share with me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Michael. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. I heard you had a love story for us. I do. I, I think it's a love story. We'll see what you think. Mm -hmm. So uh, many, many years ago, I was, uh, and, I'm, and I'm still with the same girl, uh, but many years ago, I was in the service and... Um, I was pretty upset, and so was she, that I couldn't come home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, I actually planned uh, to come home during Christmas with her family, so her family knew, but not her. Um, and I actually surprised them when they were out and about. They actually went out to dinner that night, and I uh, pretended to just be somebody who was walking by. And, and it's kind of hard to explain without you being there, but it, it was a very emotional thing. Mm -hmm. um, it was something that was unexpected. And uh, it, it was great. The entire restaurant was was clapping, and it was, it was very exciting to be in uniform and to kind of see somebody that I hadn't seen in a while. For sure. First of all, let me thank you for your service, of course. And I love that. I mean, listen, it, it's those personal stories, right, that makes our life also so exciting. It's those moments, those times, precious times, personal times. You've got to be there. And every time I hear a story like yours, I just feel back there, and I love that. So thank you so much, Michael, for sharing that sweet story. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sam. You're welcome, and have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. That was a really sweet story. I just got a DM on my Twitter, Rendezvous Radio, about a married guy who has a serious problem with the way his wife communicates. We'll talk about that next. If you can't dial my number, you can always send me a DM on my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's this DM? All right. So this Twitter DM says, my wife vents about me on Facebook and it's embarrassing. Mm. If we have a fight, she posts about it. If I forget to do something she asked me to do, she posts about it. Yesterday, she took a pic of dirty dishes and posted it because I didn't do them. What? And I don't even see the posts myself. I don't have Facebook, 
but my friends or my sister will tell me about it, which is even more awkward and embarrassing. I told her that it's weird that she posts about our personal business for everyone to see, but she doesn't seem to get it. How should I handle this? If you're married, should you ever clean your dirty laundry in public? I'm going to answer that next, so stay with me. If you're married, should you ever clean your dirty laundry? Should you ever clean or air your dirty laundry in public? That's the problem that this DM is about because he says my wife goes on Facebook and then puts stuff about you know me not doing this, not doing that, and really is venting to everybody else in the world that I'm a bad husband. Basically, how should I handle this? Now there's a rule in my book. Comes from my parents' book. They've been together 54 years. You do not clean dry cleaning or air you dirty laundry in public once you're in a relationship or married. That's a passive aggressive move very hurtful. So you go to your wife and tell her that you don't need to say to the world what you want to say. Keep it to me. I won't be mad. I'm willing to listen. But that cannot happen again. It's not good for us, for a couple. You think it's just venting? You just make our marriage weaker. So tell her, no mas, no more, never again. You call that next on The Rendezvous. You have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Call me. Bonjour, Blair. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Blair. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Tell me what's going on. Yes. Um, I noticed, like, back in, like, the 90s and everything, it wasn't, like, a big thing, like, for women to have, like, such a huge butt. But now it is. <laughs> I just want to know, like, is it true that guys really prefer girls with, like, big butts over girls with big boobs? Okay, so uh, before I answer, what made you think of that lately? Is, is the guy you met was into one or the other? Or what, what, how did you come to that question? Um, a guy that I really liked, um, when I asked him, like, why he wouldn't want to take things to the next level with me, mm-hmm. he told me because he couldn't see himself having sex with me because I don't have a big butt. I see. So he doesn't want to do ooh-la-la with you because your body type is not his favorite, right? Right. Okay. So uh, this is really what it comes down to. Um, if somebody doesn't like you the way you are, you don't want him either. You don't want to be attracted to somebody who's not attracted to you. It's not a thing. It's a personal preference. Some guys like that. Some guys like other things. What I'm interested in in your question is for you to understand that you've been made as beautiful as you are and you have to own it. And if a guy doesn't like the way you are, he can kiss you derriere goodbye. Okay? I mean, I totally want to agree with you. It's just that I've been single for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think that it's why. Like, I just, well, I mean, I don't really attract anything, you know? Let me tell you this. Uh, there is a lot of women with smaller butt in relationships, bigger butt, middle butt, and all kinds of size of butt who are in relationship or single. It's not the size of your butt that will give you a relationship. It is the chemistry between you and somebody else. So, for instance, if you want to meet a guy who has the same interest, the lifestyle, what are you into, for instance? What is your big thing to do for fun? Um, I really like to um, paint. To paint, right. So let's say you go to art class or art gathering or a museum. You're going to meet people who love the same thing than you do. That's how you start to get to know people. It's not about small butt, medium butt, and big butt. It's more deep than that, okay? 
Okay. And I'm glad you called me because I don't want you to ever think you have to change something about yourself because the guy tells you he's not attracted to you because this is too small, too big. Listen, this is not what this is about. It's about yeah. soulmates and true love. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. And don't worry about this butt question ever again. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Have a good night. Bye-bye, Blair. Bye-bye. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to uh, the rendezvous tonight. Thank you for tuning in every single night. I said every night, but really, you know, we as a team here who produce the show, do the show, and, and I as a host, it means the, the world to us that you're with us. So thank you so much. I want to finish the show with a little poll answer. So I had on my Twitter account this question. Which is worse for you, an emotional affair or a physical affair? So the result is... 53% of you said emotional affair and 47% said physical affair. I'll be honest, I believe physical affair are worse than emotional affair. That's just me. If somebody touches my girl, I lose it. The rest, I guess I can deal with it. Anything else you want to add to this? Always go to my social media at therendezvousshow.com. It's all there. Comment, vote, give your opinions, and don't hesitate to tell me what are you up to when we rendezvous together on air every night. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.